Gator. MTV did a weird amount of things. Remember that one with the guy with a really big head? And it ended up being like an alien was living in his head and would come out every now and then? Yes. I do I remember that. What don't that know what that was for. I can't though. remember what it was called. Either. I want to say it was MTV. called like Big Head. I, Something, yeah. yeah. I want to say it was Big Head. Now I got to look. <laughs> MTV Big Head. Yeah, and Aeon Flux. The Head. It was called The Head. The Head. Yeah, 1994. Just a massive head. Just like literally like an alien just kind of crouched down in there. <laughs> We should do it like a challenge of just MTV weird like oddball shows. What was it? Liquid television? Yeah. 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 Boy. That's what King of the... Uh, Be- Be- Beavis and Butthead are there, I think. Yeah, Beavis and Butthead. <clears throat> they did a, a weird one, too, called Teen Moms. <laughs> Can you believe that? <laughs> yeah, right. The Brothers Grunt. Ten Moms? <laughs> Ten Moms. Ten Moms. The Teen- Max. The Max, yeah. I feel like they even did like a pre-Nickelodeon Ren and Stimpy or something. No, that was Spike, wasn't it? Yeah, that was Spike that did the post uh, post Nickelodeon Ren and Stimpy. That was Spike, but I think like just super vulgar. It was dude, like the whole catcher pitcher thing. That's they're, a weird, weird like history right there. Like the whole Ren and Stimpy thing. Yeah, um, they did Wonder Shows, in, which is still one of the best shows that ever still ever existed. Seen it, but yeah, Trenton's been telling me to watch that. Man, there's a whole there's like two generations of MTV content after I stopped watching MTV that have now come out. The one I missed is Celebrity Deathmatch. Yeah. That was badass. <laughs> I Wasn't there like a game? There was a game, yeah. yeah. They're bringing it back, I thought. Daria. <laughs> can't have a camera sit still, dude. <laughs> like this whole thing is like, it predates Cloverfield, but it's like they just took HUD from Cloverfield and they're like, all right, HUD, we're going to have you stand in front right. of a comic book and just, just shake. Yeah, no, I just need you to hold these images and scan them. Whoa, That's whoa. right. Don't be jealous. I know Cloverfield so well. I know the name of the cameraman. It is such a stupid name. Heads up display. It is. <laughs> it is. So no joke. I actually came across the Max uh, not too long ago. I was like, maybe that should be my challenge before I decided on Invincible. Do you guys remember that? You chose correctly. Yeah. But I wanted a really bad one, too. Invincible is <laughs> one of the greatest comic book series ever written, and the Max is the Max. It's a homeless guy trying to be a superhero. In his mind, he's a superhero. The the Max reminds me of what I thought was cool when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing reads chain like... Chain wallets. And then you grew what, up. Yeah, Barbed wire it's graphics. The, yeah, it's, it's the chain wallets of comic books. Like I just remember like... Extreme. Pit, the Max, and Spawn. And just being so into them. And then like as I got a little bit older, just going like, these aren't cool. They're just annoying. Yeah, but they're edgy. No, edgy is a comic book with real, real consequences, like Invincible. Three hours later. Three hours later. Three hours later. Three hours later. Welcome to Three <laughs> Hours Later. I'm Ed. I'm Alex. I'm Mike. And we're going to talk about comic books. First be, ever. Uh, yeah, first ever comic book precedent. Precedence has been set. We're going to be talking about Robert Kirkman's Invincible. I've heard that name before, Robert Kirkman. Oh, he's like a little indie guy. He does a couple things. Super major. Dinosaur. That's who it is. Yeah, he did Tech Jacket. Here, this is a better I version. I think that's of it. I think that's, I think that's all he did. Yeah. Was that it? I think so, yeah. Oh, he wrote, uh, he wrote Marvel Zombies. Oh, oh yeah. that's he, what Yeah, was, he wrote Marvel yeah, Zombies. That was good. That's and the, he, did a little bit of a, he did a little bit of a Marvel team up. That's where he peaked, I think, is what they say. Ultimate team up. It was Ultimate team up. That hmm. was the book. Okay, with Spider-Man and yes, Invincible? Yes, because it was yes, because that was the first Ultimate Fantastic Four, and then they retconned it out and went like, ah, that never happened. 
And Walking Dead. Anyway. Oh, yeah, that one. No. No, we're only going to talk about the good things he did. The good things. And plus, we spent like a whole probably hour talking about Walking Dead on the... Yeah. We talked a lot about Walking Dead. If you missed it, go back a couple episodes. Considering there's two people on this that don't really say they like Walking Dead anymore, and one that's like, yeah, I used to love it, and then I caught back up. We talked a lot about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those, when when you go back, I mean, that was a decade worth of entertainment, comic books, TV series, even video games. It's it's there for a good decade of our lives. Yeah. So, I mean, it's influencing stuff that we are experiencing now as well. Mm-hmm. Like it's a it's a thing that happened and it's going to be with us for the rest of our lives. So, what like, I think is interesting about Walking or not Walking Dead, <laughs> Jesus, about Invincible, Invincible Dead, is that um it predates Walking Dead. Yeah. So it came out like a year before Walking Dead, maybe in like a few months before. Opening it up right now. Uh, the character first appeared in Tech Jacket number one in November of 2002. So, like, this character has been around forever. Issue one was in 2003. And it just ended, like, last year, right? Like, 2018? Uh, I think it was 17, 2017. Okay. So, it's, it, that's the crazy part. It's been over almost two years. Yeah. So, like, while everyone, blow, like, just blows their mind about how great uh, Walking Dead is and while I'll admit like I was a huge Walking Dead fan, I still stand by it's one of the coolest things that's ever been put out in comic form. I think it changed the industry in really great ways and it changed like creators' rights in really great ways. It bothers me on such a fundamental level that that is what Robert, Robert Kirkman's known for when he also wrote what I would consider the single best superhero comic of this entire generation. Like Invincible is incredible like it is so good i was so happy when alex said he wanted to read it now i'm gonna get confused with the names thank you thank you oh man but i've been meaning to to read this comic book series for so long and being kind of praising robert kirkman's walking dead style uh when we started reading this too it was it had the same flow to it and and that's why i'm so i'm so happy to talk about it um but also it's it's being adapted even more so uh, with its own like series. I think it's going to be a real life series well, too. Well, so yeah, right now they are working on an animated series. Um, actually, I got to pull up that list because they have casting done. Yeah, they have who was Glenn uh, Steve Steve Yoon Steve Yoon who's going to voice Invincible, and you also have oh, who is oh, voicing. His dad is J.K. Uh, J- Simmons. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. Mm-hmm. Just kidding, Simmons. <laughs> Barker. But there's also a film in development from Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Yes, and that's what I'm really excited about, too. So we're kind of in this in-between now I of... Got, I got I to go back to the anime series, though, because we got Sandra Oh, we got Mark Hamill, we got Seth Rogen in the an- the animated series... I forgot Mark Hamill was in it. Uh, we got if Jillian Seth Jacobs. Seth Rogen is not Alan the Alien, He's I will, gotta be I will, Alan. I will yeah. riot. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, we're coming down to earth every every three years to, uh, <laughs> I was gonna laugh in your brain uh-huh. um why does your voice sound like that i don't know uh, i smoked a lot of weed <laughs> but it's in my head <laughs> space weed uh andrew rannells zazzy beats uh anyway, jason, jason manzoukas jason manzoukas he needs to play angstrom levy i'm casting it for them <laughs> get a hold of me i'm ready to go just want to get that out there yeah so we're in the middle of between the end of the comic book series, like it's done, it's finished. And in between a lot of new fans being introduced to it, uh, including myself with this challenge. But I hope that with this challenge, uh, we get more people reading the comics and we get kind of hype for this upcoming uh, 
series that we're, we're going to get. So yeah, and if you do want to check it out, um, if you have Comicsology, first fifty three issues around there for Comicsology Unlimited. That's a really good deal. Yeah, yeah, it goes one hundred and forty four issues for the main series. There's also a couple of um, couple of spinoffs. There's Guardians of the Globe. There's I can't remember the other one. But, I mean, there's an entire universe here. And the funny thing is, like, this was built to be part of uh, images. Like, in, in 2002, 2003, Image Comics had shifted from, like, in the 90s, they were the hardcore, badass, like, superhero comics. Mm-hmm. And then as Vertigo kind of sunset as the place where mature people went to read, like, just weird, like, cool comics like Sandman and Preacher and things of that nature, like... DC stopped really paying attention to Vertigo and a lot of those creators for whatever reason went over to Image and so Image then transitioned to that where they became like like they still had Spawn they still had Savage Dragon but for the most part Image was just like prestige comics like they were Eisner Award comics mm-hmm. like it was it became they became HBO okay and then they were going to do a they wanted to relaunch their superhero line and Savage Dragon was going to be a huge part of that and they were going to bring in new characters they brought in this up and coming creator Robert Kirkman who had done a book called Tech Jacket. He did like Battle Pope. Like this dude was indie as hell. And he made essentially a ripoff of Superman. Yeah. Or Superboy, really. And if this isn't even the case of like all you hear nowadays is like, well, this is like if the comic was in the real world, because this is not a real world no. thing. Like this, I don't think this would work as a movie. No. I'm happy they're making a cartoon because I really truly think this story as it's told only works because, as a comic book and as an animation. It's because it is com- it is comic books. Like yeah. this is like the this is a love letter to yeah, comics, homage to comic books. Um, anyone have like the description like before we really get into this? Yeah. So what do we got here? And okay, this is it's a really basic basic thing. I'm gonna make sure. Let me read it real quick to make sure there's no spoilers. This, <laughs> this series, holy crap! If you think you've read things that can be spoiled, this series is one of the most spoilable things I have ever read in my life. This is up there with like Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, like things happen and change in this. What? I said series and Siri thought I talked to her. (laughs) Um, Uh, Speaking of Game of Thrones, they are saying that the Invincible cartoon is going to be the Game of Thrones of animated. 100%. Yeah. That's that is that is what it already is. Yeah. So Invincible is the son of Omni-Man, an extraterrestrial superhero of the Viltrumite race. Invincible inherited his father's superhuman strength and ability to fly, and he has sworn to protect the Earth. As a teenager, he had trouble adjusting to his newfound powers and coping with reality of his origins. That is the boilerplate what it right. is. That's so let me yeah. let me translate. <clears throat> Superboy is the son of Superman and has gotten his powers and is trying to learn what it means to live up to his father's legacy. That's what this book yeah. on paper is. And then you read it and it's 100% not that. Um, so I think we'll, so we're going to just, right now we're going to say we're going to spoil through issue 12. Yeah. That's like the first true arc of the series. I'm going to go out of my way to not spoil anything past that. Like, I don't think you guys could, you've read up to like in the twenties now, right? Um, let's see here. Matt is on 14. I just finished 14. I'm okay. on 25. So you guys really can't spoil anything beyond the first yeah. arc. Um, I'm going to try really hard not to. <laughs> I'm going to try really hard not to. And if I do, I, I, I apologize. I already said it's my fault. I mean, well, edit things it out. been out for like 15 years. Um, but uh, yeah, like this <laughs> this series, this this is the definition of what I would call it goes places. Like if you read the first issue, it reads like every other 
early 2000s origin story of a superhero, especially a teenage superhero. And every single issue that comes out just messes with it a little bit. A little bit. It was honestly like... It oh, it's took a, a while. slow it burn, a dude. It is a slow burn. Um, I was watching an interview with Kirkman himself, and he was even saying, like, yeah, going back, like, I was just really just treading water for a while before he gets to, like, the big uh, hook, and that doesn't happen until, like, the end of issue seven. So that's kind of, I, I definitely felt that. I was like, I don't, I kind of don't want to read. Like, that's why I didn't read so much of it at this point, because I didn't get to the hook until, like, a couple days ago, and I was like, okay, now I can't stop reading Well, this. and it's hard, because like I think that's the trick with it, is, like, I've I've treated it with kid gloves the whole time I've known of this series. Like, I've read it since it started coming out. Like, it's, it's like, just one of the best comic books I've ever read in my life. And I even think I treat it a little bit too gently, because I'll not spoil anything for people. And I really think you almost have to have the first big twist spoiled for mm-hmm. you to understand why this series is important. And we'll get to that in a minute, but... And it's a big deal. And then when it happens, you realize like, oh, this, this book this is willing is not, to do anything. Yeah. Forgot what I was going to say. Viltramites. So, I mean, for me, when it started, and I try to not read too much into to it. I just, besides knowing it was Robert Kirkman's creation and it was such, uh, a lot of fans of it uh, spoke so highly of it. And so when I started reading this, I was like, okay, it's a, a kind of, of coming of age mm-hmm. again comic he's in high school he's 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 thinking about college and he knows he's going to get these powers sometime and he's working at a burger joint at the same time and one day he gets them he just but it was just like, yeah it was like no big deal to yeah him. so like, oh, cool. about yeah. time i'm gonna yeah. get them and but his dad is like world renowned superhero and his identity has been kept so well that his family isn't tied to that yet mm-hmm. or at all really and but his mom no, is is well aware of it which is kind of a good thing and usually they, they try to keep it a secret no, or something yeah his and, mom is an awesome character his mom has agency she knows what she's like she's part of the lie yeah, mm-hmm. like all right well i'll see you when you're done saving the world yeah and he saves the world dimension. so often it just becomes numb but, to them like i was i was taking i was uh enslaved for seven months until i had to uh, get a rebellion I was like, oh, okay, like two days have passed here in this time. Well, but, I don't know how time works. But I also like that, like the issue before that, you get to see where she's talking to Mark about like, because it, so, all right, so we'll do real quick. So uh, story begins, like you said, Mark's kid in high school. He His powers just pop up one day. He's throwing some trash away at his burger job and he throws the trash into the into space. The space. Like just without even trying, it goes from like when putting in, it away to like when in space. doubt. Um. At that point, he goes home, and the first weird part in this series is how it's not treated like a huge deal that he got his powers. It's more like, a, yeah, dude, we know you're getting your powers. We knew it was going to happen, like, whatever. And so that's the first, like, fun thing is that they 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 make it just like a part of his life. It's like he got his license. Like, they're stoked. Yeah, it's exactly it's, like getting his license. Yeah, but he's not going like, my life is different. Yeah. I'm a god. He's like, oh, fine. I can drive to my friend's house. <laughs> um, and, like, the way he learns he can fly is he just goes like, well, my dad said it's like an instinct. <laughs> And if I just jump, I should probably fly. Or if I jump off my roof, I'll probably fly. And if I have his invulnerability and I hit the ground, I'll probably be okay. Hopefully. I sure hope I have one of these two. Allegedly. And he walks off the side of the house and he flies. Yeah. But even then, it's like, okay, you can fly. You don't get like 10 pages of him going to Paris and mm-hmm. seeing all these crazy you things. Fly, just like, you can fly. You can fly. Yeah. And then he's just like, oh, I can fly. I'm going to land now. Yeah. I'm going to walk. But like one of the cool things is that his mom, it even shows like the weird stuff that happens to your family because while they're doing this, him and his dad team up finally and they're having their father son bonding over 
fighting crime and saving the world. His dad takes him to like his, uh, there's a tailor that's just for superheroes that designs their costumes. I love that part is. too. Cause you never get to see like who creates it's, the superhero. It's suits. the weird it's mundane Edna. parts of it. But yeah, there's, it's their Edna yeah. mode. Yeah. Um, I was thinking like, uh, if you guys watch the CW uh, black lightning, he has that as a partner as the yeah. guy that builds suits. So I was like, that's so cool to see. And I love it. He's not a guy who's super powered. It's just a guy who's like, I'm, and, and they get into like, it's not just about like, Oh, what does this do for your powers? It's mm-hmm. like, Nah, they want to look good. Like he doesn't yeah, shy be, away from that. He's be flashy. The first costume he gets, he's just like, yeah, I don't really. It's not my. It's not me. It's, it's not, not my iconic. Thing. What, are these, yeah. what are these little discs? Oh, they're battery chargers for this other dude's solar powers. Well, I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, so. you basically got a hand. Oh, no, it, it's it yeah, was a hand me down. Yeah, because he thought his Wait. dad was based on solar. Yeah, <laughs> like Superman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, but one of my favorite early moments is so you're talking about like when his dad gets pulled to another dimension. His dad's there for eight months, but it's been like two days on Earth. There's the part where Mark's like, oh, yeah, dad got pulled to another dimension. His mom's like, oh, okay. Yeah. But then like two or three panels later, there's that moment where you can see it weighs on her. And she's like, I know he's okay. I know he is Omni-Man. I know he's the most powerful being in the universe. But I still worry and I hope he comes home. And she brings up like when you were a kid, remember that six months he was gone? He missed your birthday. So it's like these weird, these weird hits of like just regular home life that hit these superheroes yeah. and you're not ready for that. And it makes you it makes you love his mom because you're like, wow, even when his dad's gone, you're there for him. Mm-hmm. But it also makes you love his dad because you're just like, wow, look at what you're giving up. You're giving up time with your family because it's more important that you save the world. And that's what this race is supposed to do. They're according to his father, they're a race that is Yeah, so since um Mark has been a child, his dad has told him, you know, his his origin that it was it was very Superman, like we came from a utopia. Uh, we wanted to spread like this peaceful way of living with other planets that we deemed fit for it, ready for it, stuff like that. It's literally the Federation from Star Trek. Yeah. I realized that when I was reading it today, I went like, wait <laughs> a minute, is. this is just the Federation. <laughs> Strongbow. Like once your once your planet is deemed worthy, they'll come down and share their knowledge with you and help take you to your next evolutionary step. That was careful. Just swung in there. I can't see the numbers because my eyeballs aren't so young. <laughs> um <clears throat> I forgot where I was going there, but his dad gives him this this origin, um, and so he's, you know, living his life ready to start saving the world because he knows one day he's going to be up there with his, with his dad. His dad even says, you know, one day you'll be just as strong as me, if not stronger, and uh, we just got to um, have get the earth ready for for peace and for this transition and stuff like that. I literally forgot why I was going that way though. <laughs> kind of the the side kind of story with this too is that he. Starts fighting crime like right away. Oh yeah, like, like he was waiting. He like, was yeah. like oh, I'm gonna give me this. this uniform. I'm ready. And meets. I forget how he meets the team. Team. He just shows up at a crime that they show up at. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's it was right. The, uh, the the game. The Titans. The still, yeah, the the Mauler twins stealing the Xbox. Yes, the yeah. Mauler twins. And they play a, a huge role later on. But they, you first see them. It's almost like I totally forgot that it was even them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're stealing game systems for the reason. You're the clone. And, and you see this group that he, he kind of joins he partners up with um they have a secret light layer it's like a uh, robot um adam adam, adam, eve. adam eve dude real quick just like fuck robert kirkman for taking every good superhero name in this series <laughs> i do not understand how he is able to generate like the like just the best names for every character robot sucks like i hate robot to be honest robot does it I pays hate the off design. though. I hate the it, design though. Like robot looks like metal granny. Hundred percent, but it pays off. I pro- that's the best thing I can tell you about anything in this okay. book. If you see it on the panel, it pays off at some point. All right. 
but you have Omni Man, cool name, whatever, Invincible, great name. Yeah. Uh, Rexplode. Rexplode. Triplicate, a girl who can turn into yeah. three duplicates. Duplicate. And her and her name is Kate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, the Immortal. Like just. But, yeah, they even good characters. Just War, Woman. War Woman. Yeah, they just yeah. duplicate the uh, Invin- Justice League. Invincible. Darkwing. Wait, that's the name. Um, Immortal. Yeah, I get those ones confused. Yeah, Darkwing. Green Ghost. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> Green Ghost always... is great. <laughs> yeah, just, they're, like, they're Justice League analog. Martian is... Man, I think was it. Yeah, it's yeah, Martian, Martian Man. Said yeah. Ma- Martian Manhunter. <laughs> Green Ghost instead of Green. And they all have like similar powers. Uh, what's the the speed the speedster? Rush was it? It's something like that. Yeah. Red. Oh, I yeah, it's, I think it's Red Rush. Red Rush. But yeah, they have like there it's like that. It's found the superhero Justice League. <laughs> um speaking of names though there's one scene where i was kind of disappointed he didn't say the name of the monster because i think i know the name of it it's when omni man's fighting this giant uh octopus thing with like a chicken head yeah that's a cocktopus ah damn it it. has to be a cocktopus if you don't don't censor that we're gonna get an explicit tag Uh, no don't we already have it yeah fight master and dropkick shrinking ray his name's ray Ray. Uh, monster girl is pretty great monster girl phenomenal black samson yeah I'm sorry, Black Samson, not Samson. Samson. That's Samson. Samson. I wonder they say uh, Samsung. I oh, man. You Samsung guys, TV. You guys need to stay away from the Wikipedia page because the, Samson. the first like entry under enemies is a huge spoiler. <laughs> okay. And I mean, for further than where you guys are, it is a big deal. We got Alan. Alan good, the Alien. Alan the Alien. That, that is his title. It's Alan the Alien. Yeah. You say his whole name. Uh, what was but, the, 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 the fish person? Oh my God. He also had a good name. Let me find it real quick. Just like Aquarius or something. I think so. Something like that. Oh yeah. And Darkwing was formerly Nightboy. <laughs> he was the original Darkwing oh, yeah. sidekick. Midnight Man. No, Midnight Warlock. Midnight Wizard. Who's the one that made the, the Midnight Spell? Midnight- oh God. Yeah. I think it was that like a Midnight Wizard or something. Yeah. But yeah, that the Midnight City, Gotham City. It's yeah. always dark there because there was a spell <laughs> cast on it. <laughs> Um, it's not only just like the superhero names too, like just like the background stuff, like the uh, uh, the name of the high school, Reginald Bell Johnson. Yeah, Reginald Bell Johnson. Bell Johnson High School. The guy who plays Carl Winslow, and then the principal is basically Carl Winslow. The fun part is his last name is Winslow. It's Principal Winslow. Yeah. But I think to just avoid getting in trouble, because they already had Reginald Bell Johnson High School. Instead of being Carl Otis Winslow, his first name starts with a B and his uh, middle name starts with an N. So they just shifted the letters. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) But even like the names of the volumes are, for the most part, are almost all named after TV shows. Yeah, I didn't realize that when I was reading that, but I heard that today. So I wish I could. Yeah, so if you you read the first first 13 issues, which is like the first main arc, it's three volumes, Family Matters, Eight is Enough, and Perfect Strangers. (laughs) And the funny part is if you... When you read it, it makes it's sense. It's what it is, yeah. Issues one through four, Family Matters. It's about his family and the dynamic and the characters in the world. Uh, volume two, Eight is Enough. It's where you bring in the superhero teams and start learning about like, what does the superhero world look like? Volume three, Perfect Strangers. We'll get into it in a second, mm-hmm. but it's about how somebody is a complete stranger that you thought you knew. Then you have Head of the Class, Facts of Life, A Different World, Three's Company, My Favorite Martian, Out of This World, Who's the Boss, Happy Days, <laughs> Still Standing Growing Pains. And then we we lose it for a minute, The Viltrumite War. Get smart family ties. What's happening? There's a war? Well, there's also another volume called The Death of Everyone. Huh. And trust me, Robert Kirkman don't play. <laughs> uh, the War at Home. Then Friends, Modern Family. Uh, one called Reboot. Because there was oh, a yeah, show. Was Ruby, yeah. Uh, a Full House. Comment. And then the final two volumes are called The End of All Things. And I see this now. Invincible number zero. 
is in between 19 and 20. Yeah, it's it takes place so, well into the series. So Why would do, they do not, that? Why would they do that? Do not read Zero and think you're getting like a... It, they do free. tell you in the first page, they're like, hey, this takes place here, but it's also on a page that nobody ever reads that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So FYI, you're welcome. But um, yeah, so like even the first like six issues, I think the biggest storyline is that Mark's got his powers. Uh, you learn about who his friends are. He meets the teen team, Adam Eve goes to his high school so they become friends and it becomes like a rumor at school they're together and he mm-hmm. keeps fighting like no we're not together um because she's actually dating rexplode a dude who can just make anything he throws like explode. a gambit yeah um and he's dating amber amber yeah just a girl just a yeah. girl from high school and he has his best friend there and it's all normal named william don't yes. get that twisted yeah, don't, don't call him will don't call him bill so this the series just starts super <laughs> shaking so much ah, seizure um but the series starts just so basic it's yeah. such it's it's something you've already read a hundred times to the point where if no one had told me this i would have stopped like right away like this is not yeah, a well, good series because it's just it's it's not there's nothing wrong with it it's just like okay it's it's a typical it's not even like typical, it's almost to the point where i feel it's like almost it's almost a ripoff exactly i almost mm-hmm. feel like someone is just ripping off something for like a cash grab and i want to like stop until you get to so where I started to notice this series when I first started reading it, where I because I, this came out also at a time and I literally read everything. So it wasn't even like I was reading it because I'm like I'm not like man, don't go down the shampoo aisle. Oh, dude, I'm I am <laughs> I am not like the comic book hipsters. Like I was reading it before it was cool. I wasn't issue reading one it. was good, but issue one was better. I wasn't reading it because I thought I was cooler than everybody. I was reading it because I was trying to fill a hole in my heart, and it came through comic books. <laughs> and I literally bought and read everything. And I think the first trick this book did that made me go like oh you're onto something was the first issue begins with mark already in a superhero costume flying a dude with a bomb with on, his, bomb chest. on his chest and he's like talking shit to him and like oh you really like you yeah, really you ruined me. my afternoon and blah 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 and then he throws him into the air the guy he's... explodes and then it goes four months earlier yeah so after you read the first i think it's like five issues four or five issues you get to that exact series of events and you mm-hmm. find out that the first storyline is there's kids missing from Mark's school. It's three kids that are missing. And the best part is Mark even makes a comment like one of them's a dick and he's like, well, yeah, I don't want to be the one. Guy that, yeah, he's like, I don't want to be the one that says it, but you know, screw that guy. <laughs> that guy was so mean to me. As it goes on, you find out the person who's been kicked and uh, one, there's one dude who has a bomb strapped to his chest, blows up in a mall. Well, there's re- like mass mall yeah, bombings. We, we, we start seeing these mall bombings happen. And as things start getting put together, you realize like, oh, okay, that this is all together. Oh, these kids that have been kidnapped or are missing are clearly having this done to them. Um, they find one of them and Mark's dad, I think, throws them into the air. Yeah, they're at a, a mall. He yeah. sees it while they're flying and just bonding father, son, yeah, good times. Yeah, like three seconds left on the timer. So Yeah, and his father Omni flies Man down, sees to... him and just goes like, oh, crap, and throws him through the roof in the, of the mall that he makes. <laughs> and they were able to identify because Mark saw him like, oh, that's one of the kids that's yeah. missing. And through that clue, they realize... They start putting it together and Mark finds out that it's a teacher at a school who, oh, it's literally on the screen right now, yeah. um, is really just upset because like his kid committed suicide because bullies made fun of him. So and now he's getting revenge on the bullies so now, by yeah, striking by bombs them to them. And but also up. killing a ton of other people by yeah. going to a place where cool kids go. So it's one of those things, perfect like comic book story of like, I get why you're upset, but you're doing this wrong thing and blah, blah, blah. But even just the fact that they like tied into so clearly tied into something that happened in issue one and issue four, I went like, well, this is weird. The way they're telling their stories a little mm-hmm. bit different. 
And then you get into a couple more issues of just like real fun superhero shenanigans. Um, and then it gets weird as hell. And that's when I was like, okay, now I like reading then, this. Yeah, then you were like, oh, I get it. <laughs> I this get is, why they were talking about This is not a ripoff. No, so, the pace it goes at too. I mean, just oh, reading it. Oh, it's breakneck, dude. It like just boom, boom, boom. Like once you once it gets going, the first few issues, again, they're very decompressed, very slow. It's but like the, you have to go through the streets to get to the freeway. Yeah, once you're on that oh. freeway, good. Wow. It just, it, it, I felt like it didn't really pull punches too when it's like they're going after the high school kids and you see like, Oh, the man just throwing up without disregard. He wasn't trying to save him. He was just like, I got to get this bomb out of here. I don't, it's just like a matter of like, yeah, it's a facto. This is what has to happen. And in the time frame that there, that this is all going on, like there's the first, like that Mark and his dad go to somewhere in Africa that I can't remember. I might've been like, was it like Saudi Arabia. It was like Saudi Arabia. Yeah. They go somewhere. There's a lot of desert and they fight this group of aliens that they don't even really win. The aliens just, they age faster. Then his dad gets kidnapped by them and he's yeah. gone for, for to him eight months for Mark two months, just like we talked about earlier. But that all happens. That story kind of wraps up real like tight bow on it. Next issue is just Mark and we'll go into college and you're still even like, okay, so this is just what we do now. Like it's just super mundane. And yeah. that's Will figures out who Mark is because something happens and in this universe, people aren't stupid. And he just goes like, well, yeah, you're clearly yeah. this guy. Like, what are you doing? You can't wearing, pretend. You're wearing, wearing a mask. Yeah, like I can, I can, I know your face, man. I've known your whole life. Um, and then the next issue, well, we have like robot is going to get yes, robot this, gets pulled into the Guardians of the Globe, and so that's you know the, the Justice League or uh, uh, Avengers or whatever. Delete. <laughs> Sorry, delete from life. No, um, yeah. So robot gets his call up and the. He's like, well, we're going to break up the teen team, which makes sense because then it even hits. He's like, the name wasn't going to make sense in a year or two yeah. anyway. Uh, you guys are free to still use the place we call home and do this stuff. But like, I'm just, we got to retire this name. I'm moving up. I'm better than this, but not in a crappy way. Yeah. Um, everyone's happy for him and they have their thing. And then the next thing you see is they introduce the Guardians of the Globe and they are just clearly the Justice League. Yeah. Like, like to a comical degree. <laughs> and they're all getting this call. Yeah, like on you have watches, to like head to headquarters. Injured. Yeah, and so we have uh, yeah the Batman, just the Dark Wing. Yeah, we have uh, Immortal, who's kind of I don't know, like another kind of Superman, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, Martian Man, instead of Martian Manhunter, the Red Rush, instead of the Flash, War Woman, instead of Wonder Woman, and the Green Ghost, Green Ghost, Green Ghost and Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah, Green Lantern, who has to swallow a gem to yeah, something. As far as he had to throw, yeah, it, up, to like, throw it up yeah. to like become human again. <laughs> That's um, the best part. <laughs> there was no reason to put that in there either. <laughs> like, but I needed it. It was just such a good joke. Yeah. Like, especially because like he throws it up and he hates. It. He's like, I hate this part of the power. And immediately he has to put it. And back then on. they're like, they get things like, oh, do I have to put it back on? Like, like, do I have time to wash this off? No, nope. nope. Eat no. it again. Got to go. Eat it just like it is. Um. So then they all go to their base in Utah. Uh, it's I don't know. It's funny to me. It's in Utah. I don't know why. <laughs> They go to their base in Utah, and then the next set of panels is all of them getting murdered. Yeah, like massacred. Like, and not like in a normal comic book, like, I wonder what happened. Like, this is guts and blood. Yeah. This is the first time in this book you see, like... Decapitations. Holy crap. Like, this is Walking Dead level violence. Yeah. Like, this is like... Yeah, like somebody gets punched in the head and their eyeball pops out. Well, no, someone's head get punched, oh, yeah, get punched into some, yeah. someone else's head. Red Rush mm-hmm. gets punched into Aquarius's head and pops Aquarius's eyeball yeah. out. Um, heads are rolling like literally and, uh, rolling and, well and, the last one to get murdered is immortal and you know, and he's like i never liked you yeah and in in any other book in any other book 
that would just be the like, oh, well, there's the mystery for the next arc. That's yeah. who is it? And like, it's clearly going to be somebody to turn on him, but it's going to be some rando, whatever. And the next panel is Omni-Man standing there bloody as hell. And that's where you find out that his dad is the villain of the series. Yep. And all hell has broken loose. And so, so yeah, I literally like kind of like sat up. I was like, all right. <laughs> so like, what did you think when you hit that part, Alex? Like, were you just like, what the hell? What is this? What's well, happening? But he's one of the good guys. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he's he's the goodest guy. <laughs> it's funny because they built up the the what was it, Guardians of the Globe? Yeah. yeah, like the Justice League, right? You get like background stories to each and every well, one of them. And through the series up to that point, like they would talk about them in a reverential way, where you're like, "Ooh, I bet these guys are important." Mm-hmm. And and they do not stand a chance. Yeah, it was crazy how quickly they went down because they're supposed to be these. You know, Guardians of the Globe. Yeah, they're supposed to be the best of the best, and they con- consistently say that they're the they're going to be the ones you call to to stop any sort of threat, and they're done. Yeah, they're they're out within a second. <laughs> yeah, and that's just like that's just issue seven. Yeah, it is literally just issue seven of the series. That's when you get onto the on ramp on full speed, and you're down on the freeway. Yeah, they, oh, I just I went to the page. <laughs> I went to the page. So I yeah, it. <laughs> after after like everyone gets killed in a super speed manner, uh, the immortal looks up, says, "You, I never liked you." His head gets punched off. Is that how that worked? Yes, it's literally. I was like, imagining like a chop. Well, yeah, I think it was. I think it was like a sorry. Yeah, it was like yeah. a karate chop through the neck because that is a move that comes up multiple times yeah. in the series, mm-hmm. um, especially with the uh, the immortal. Yeah, and so uh, then the immortal just looks up, says, "You, I never liked you." Gets punch or get his head chopped off then it's just omni-man staying there with blood everywhere saying the feeling was mutual and the damn issue ends yeah that was why i even told you guys like when we first were talking about what to read and we were like oh like one through six i was like i think it goes a little bit further than that and i looked and it was like seven then i remember the last page of seven i was like we need to get to the end of the mm-hmm. first arc like we can't just leave it there i mean i know you guys would read past that anyway but i'm like we can't just stop talking about that it probably right wouldn't there. if we stopped at six no, and that's the thing is like issues one through six are the burners that just yeah. it literally tell you who the characters are. Like that's all those exist for yep. is to set up the world and set up the characters and make you make you give a shit. And I love the setup. I love that they told the back the back about the backstory just because it made me invest in that character just a little bit more and, and then have it taken away. And I think at the end of six, in six or seven, there's also a scene the first bad thing that happens, but you don't get to see what it is until I think issue eight is Kate gets to the teen team headquarters and sees something and collapses crying and is just it's, saying, no, no, no. But it's I before, it, it's before I the, think it's the same issue. I think, I think it's like, yeah. yeah I'll, oh, you know what? It's probably eight. No, it's before eight because eight is where you find out what happened. But I think it was eight because I, for some reason I thought that she saw, their the bodies. Yeah, that's that's the way they set it up because yeah. like the last thing you see of her is that, then it goes right into the Guardians. And then the next issue starts with um uh Mark's dad and his normal like Nolan Grayson Alter Ego uh, Alter yeah. Ego talking to not Rorschach, but clearly Rorschach. <laughs> yeah, the, who's investigating the murder. Uh what's his name? Something Demon Detective. It's like four D's in that name. Yeah, it's it's a bizarre name. Um, and then Mark gets into his room and, repl- uh, not replicate, uh, Adam Eve's in there. And that's where you find out what she saw wasn't the guardians being murdered. She saw Rex and with duplicate. Yeah. <laughs> with many, many versions of Kate. <laughs> it wasn't just one of her. Uh, yeah. Right. Or she, she calls her a multi slut, <laughs> which is also a damn good name. Robert Kirkman. How dare you? Um, I was going to use that. Damn it. 
multi-select. <laughs> and so at this point, like it feels like the the series is just going to kind of kind of like rest here for a while and like, oh, how long are they going to take for us to find out who this is? They do the whole like the superhero funeral, and this is where you start finally seeing some of the other image guys show up. So like Super yeah. Patriot and uh, uh, Savage, Savage Dragon. Dragon and um, not Darkhawk, the um, not Silverhawk. That was the weird thing in the eighties with the they played guitar. <laughs> There's definitely a character from the 90s Some that was done by Jim man. Valentino that I hated. Has a silver Wolverine mask. Hmm. And the twist in that series uh, is that oh, yeah. he had HIV. <laughs> and that's my power. Because, you know, the 90s were gritty, guys. Everyone had HIV in the 90s. Um, but they even have, like, a, a villain shows up and he, like, tries to kill everybody. But he's even, like, kind of sad that they're all dead because it's this is still a comic It wasn't even a villain, though. Like, it was uh, the butler. The, the, it was the Alfred. Oh, that's equivalent. right. That's right. It was like yeah, it was a uh, black, black Samson's butler. butler. Yeah, because <laughs> he wanted to get revenge on them because they kicked him out because but it was he the, lost his powers. But it was the typical superhero thing, a comic yeah. book thing of like, well, you know, we're all like, it's, it's okay, buddy. <laughs> and but like you're now in the part where like they've taken so much time building everything up that now they're breaking it all apart. Mm-hmm. Like he sets up in the beginning, like this is all the regular superhero tropes that you're used to. This is everything you've ever read. And then he just, in the same exact motion, destroys it. Like, oh, Kate and Rex's relationship, or not Kate, uh, uh, Eve and Rex's relationship is terrible because Rex is a a trash person and he's cheating on her with a girl who can turn into multiple versions of herself. And Mark's getting a little bit bored with like the stuff he's finding because it's just nothing, it's not challenging him at all. And they just, it's so bizarre how they just snap back to normal. Now the same exact thing, it doesn't seem as good. Like, it doesn't seem as cool because you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, well, we've seen, like, how rough everything can be. And I think it's in is it issue nine. Don't edit out the silence. I want to make sure everyone knows how much I'm doing work for them. <laughs> this is uh, I thought you were going to be hissing during silence. Yeah, that's Cocktopus. Meow. I think in issue nine is, yeah, issue nine <laughs> is where you start seeing their version of S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. which is the people that run the Guardians of the Globe. Um. That's where you're introduced to Monster Girl, who is a their Incredible Hulk. And it's a woman who turns into a monster, but she was cursed by a witch. I haven't gotten to the origin of her. Yeah, the every, or, origin every time, is in like episode 20, like issue 24. It's not super important, but what it is no, is that I every time she, she turns... wasn't a girl. Yeah, every she time like she turns back into her human alter ego, she's a little bit younger. She's uh, aging backwards. Every time she uses her powers. Yeah. And she's, and she's a good person, so she mm. uses her powers to save the world, but also every time she... she She's kind of a good person. She's just brought up in a Richie kind of... But this uh, is also... So in this issue where you start seeing like some of the characters, and they're fi- they're introducing the characters to replace the characters they murdered, Um, you start getting to the point where you realize that Omni-Man wants to tell his son the truth. Like, he's to the point where he's like, hey, I need to actually... Like, he's... Like, one scene, he's sitting on top of a mountain peak, like practicing the speech, like, Hey, we need to talk. Hey, so I did murders. Hey, so we're not human and the humans are trash. We should kill them. But the way he finds out, Oh, it's so good. What issue is that? 10? I think so. Yeah. Cause nine, uh, 10, 11, yeah. 12, I think are the ones that get crazy at the end of issue 12. No, 10, sorry. Is where he finds out. Uh, Mark does. Oh, here we oh, go. Wh- so the, the, the Mauler twins, they work for their shield because they got captured and they're like a work release. So they're working for shield. They are putting together the immortal. Yeah, it wasn't while they were working for Shield, though. No, no, it's before. Uh, yeah, they're yeah. it's a it's a whole thing. They're they're, so they're trying to like turns. drink from his skull, or that's what the kids that were digging up the immortal were trying to do. Yeah, because they wanted to get its powers, so they put 
the immortal's head back on for some reason. Yeah, they put it on with like a robot collar to hold it on because yeah. he's the immortal. That's all it takes. He's back to life, yeah. which you try figure out why nobody else thought maybe. <laughs> Just stack the head back on the body, see what happens. So he wakes up like in a, in a rage. Yeah. Because he just remembers being murdered. Like that was the last thing he saw. And so he flies out and finds uh, Omni-Man and confronts him right there. Um, ah, this gets a, good. With a, with a crowd of people looking on. And punches them up into the atmosphere and they start fighting. And Omni-Man, what, like chops him in half? Well, he goes like, why did <laughs> oh, you he, do it? Yeah. Uh, he punches uh, through his Omni-Man, stomach. Yeah. It looks just like the uh, Joker, and, the Joker uh, and Superman. Yeah. Yeah, it's a punch in the stomach, and he sweeps his arm out to, yeah. to split him in two. And then uh, as he does that, uh, Invincible flies up behind and sees the entire thing. And then you get a super bloody Omni-Man standing in front of Mark saying, we need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Which just kind of proves a sh- proves how strong his dad is. Oh, it's, his, it's terrifying how strong is, his dad is. Yeah, because I guess Immortal, I would guess, would be kind of what Superman should have been in, in the Justice League. And it just defeats him with ease. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the entire, in the entirety, I think of issue 12. Yeah. Issue 12 is, so his, his dad says, Hey, we need to talk. Mark's like, well, I know exactly what I'm going to say because he's seen enough to know, like, this is not okay. Like you've done something bad and they just get into a fight and it's a fight that you've wanted to see in a comic book movie your entire life. Like it is getting, pu- it, it is the, it is the fight from man of steel but not ignoring what that means to the world. Right. Why did you say that name? Like it has the terror, it has the stakes and the terror that that scene should have had. Like when the buildings are falling, yeah, you realize like, oh my god, these like this dude well, could destroy the world. On yeah, his own. and that's like the point of uh, his dad punching him, and he goes through all these buildings, and these buildings are collapsing. He says, "See, just one of our punches will destroy a thousand of them." Yeah, one and one just, punch from one of our people, and a th- and thousands lose their lives. Just kind of showing that beneath us, their lives. Because the whole thing is, is his dad is trying to feed him this thing that they are better than us. They, um, they are essentially space Nazis. The yeah, Vultramites are actually space Nazis. Yeah, we're nothing but pests. But yeah, we could be better planets useful. Yeah, we're we're at best slave labor and resources. At worst, vermin to be destroyed. Yeah, and they proceed to just have just the roughest fight that's ever happened in a comic book man like and like through the world too i think yeah they're not staying in one spot but the craziest part is like mark is going ham and like he's through the entire fight he doesn't hurt his dad like his dad just is taking the hits but it does not hurt him yeah and essentially he's he's but, a young guy he should be able to to especially with them being the same kind of genes he kind of explains too that he, he could mate with any sort of species and that his gene is so pure it's gonna look like him and take over his powers. Like, yeah, have the same have the same powers as as he does. Yeah, yeah. he can so, basically make another invincible, like yeah, another mark if he wants to. Eight, eighteen, I think, d- during this time. Like seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. going on eighteen. He's, he's in his senior year of high school. Yeah, so he, he's. But even then, like he's basically telling Mark, like you're not important to me. Who I, you are as a person is not important to me. The body is what's important yeah. to me. Like I just need. We need more Viltrumites out there. We need more power to hold this planet down and hold the the galaxy down. But I can just I can have more kids. Like yeah. I don't if you if you're not going to join me, I'll just I kill got you. Nothing but time. And they um, age super slow. Yeah, and he like punches Mark into the ocean, punches him into the sky, put put punches him through a mountain, like destroys a village with an avalanche. Like again, this is stuff that just they couldn't film. Like you need an Avengers level 
budget to make this not look like crap. Yeah. Um, and through the entire fight, like at not only through the entire fight, does Mark just, his costume gets destroyed. He just is like blood is everywhere. Um, Omni-Man gets less bloody. Like that's the thing I noticed today when I was reading it, like at every panel, there's a little bit less blood and it's showing like, not only is he okay? Like he's healing through this fight. Yeah. Like Mark's not hurting him. He's actually, he's okay. And he just beats the, beats the hell out of Mark beating him into, into just into the glaciers and everything telling him like that he's wrong for wanting to help the, the people of earth and why he's an idiot. And like explain to him, like, you know, you're going to age so slowly. Everyone around you, gonna, around you is going to die. So why do you even care? Like, nothing's going to be there. Where are you going to be 500 years from yeah, now? Yeah. He does. The, where you, like, what would you even have 500 years, years from now? And Mark just says, you, I'd you still have dead. you. And that's literally how Mark wins the fight is he makes his dad fly away crying what you make me feel yeah his dad flies into space with some scuffs on okay. his costume totally whenever okay. you guys look at uh omni man i want you to imagine that his mustache is actually his mouth open because i could not just not screaming. see that just oh, oh. also just look at how badly everything's blown up in this like it's so yeah god this is so bad i paid so much money for this we're watching the mtv created motion comic motion comic of invincible from like 2005 it is just that the worst bot. i was younger that's and don't real money um but yeah so that's like the that's that's how the first 12 issues end the 13th issue is is an epilogue to that that kind of sets the tone for the rest of it but that is i mean that's what that series does so like if you think that's good if you liked especially issues 8 through 13 that's the whole series. Yeah. Like that's, it's constantly build it up, tear it off from under you, build it up, tear it off from under you. And I think this book does the walking dead better than the walking dead because everyone talks about the walking dead. We're like, Oh, anybody could die at any given time. But the difference in walking dead is everything is so random. Yeah. Like you don't often get a, a death where it feels like, like it doesn't often feel like betrayal. Like there's been a couple of those, but it doesn't happen that often because that's just not what that book is about. Yeah. In Invincible, every time there's a death or a betrayal, it hurts so much because the book takes so much time to make you love these characters. Like even even like throwaway characters like Alan the Alien who shows up <laughs> in a couple of pages. It's his dad. It's a throwaway joke where his dad's like... um. Oh, hey, I need you to go to space. You're going to have to go fight this guy. He's going to be here. Do this. And so he gets up there and says, big, goofy, one-eyed alien. They fight for a little bit. They're talking through telepathy. And it's a it's a cool fight. And at one point, like, because just Mark's talking to the guy and the guy talks back, uh, they go, like, Mark tells him, to, like, wait a second. They, they sit down. He's like, oh, you got one break because there's rules, apparently. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, I show up here every three years. To like and test the Earth's defenses to test Earth. and, and, he, like and they keep going back and forth. Like, oh, I, I show up every three years to test the planet's defenses to make sure you're okay to do this. And you know, you, you, it seems like you need to train more. And he's like, they're having a conversation. And then Mark's like, well, wait a minute. Why do you do this? Yeah. And he's like, oh, because it's part of our, our contract. And we do this as the Federation or whatever it is, like the Galactic Federation. Well, you guys paid us to do this. Yeah, you paid us to do this and blah, 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 blah. And Mark's like, wait, we paid you? And he goes, yeah, it's right here. And he says like Earth, but it's it's you are. Yeah, you're at. <laughs> and that's when Alan realizes like he's been going to the wrong planet for 15 yeah. years. And he's just like, these guys oh, are going to get so I'm pissed at get us. Fired. <laughs> I did something wrong. 
And what would have in any other book been a throwaway joke? Like, this is the kind of stuff I'll spoil. Alan becomes a huge character in the book going forward, but not for like another year. Yeah. And then he is a vital character in that book. And it's because of these weird seeds they plant. It's 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 going back to that, like, here's the first four panel or four pages of the first issue. And then a handful of issues later, it goes to the four months, four months, like, and catches everything up. Mm. And they keep doing stuff like that. And it's so good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed his uh, his background story. And he's so loyal to his people, <laughs> to a fault. Oh, yeah. Uh, but what I really liked with the whole father-son duo or fight was that Mark was so... He he stuck by his principles, even at the face of near death. And he does that. Oh, he knew he, he was going to die. He does that a few times, quite a bit of times. It's it's He would rather save other people than go with friends on a dinner because he knows the importance of saving lives yeah he doesn't need an uncle ben to die to tell him to do the right thing yeah. he yeah. knows this is the right thing like i have these powers i'm gonna do it and mm-hmm. part of it's because his dad brought him up correctly before his dad turned out to be the villain and uh, speaking of his dad too what's kind of a funny thing is that the only way they the income of the family is not because of omni man is it's because his dad was a, a a famous writer yeah. yeah so i was like of all like careers like he could have chose to be like an mma fighter or a boxer well it's also showing it, like how smart the viltrumites are because he says at one point when he, his wife is like oh your publisher called they're looking for that new book and he goes oh i forgot about it you know what i'll just take a i'll take a day next yeah. week i'll get a few keyboards i'll <laughs> knock a book out like that's the level he's at is like it's nothing for him to just i'll just write a book yeah. whatever mm-hmm. well cause, like even the concept of having to get money was foreign to him too yeah but from where we just finished off was what issue twelve. Yeah, 13? issue issue twelve is the end. Is issue twelve ends with his father flying away crying, hmm. and issue thirteen deals with some of the ramifications of that, like kind of yeah, that ripple effect, setting the board back up to like yeah. like they flip the board over, then it's like okay, let's set it and back up. The, yeah, the, have back. the shield organization comes in. Yeah, and, and yeah. you find out like who was the person saying like yeah. guardians, please go to your base. And all that stuff. from here on out, it's just full speed. I mean, you have consequences that you don't normally get with like other comics like you get to see the mom what she how she handles everything and it is not well no. it is not she does well. not handle it well at, at all, all. Well, you see, as well as she can <laughs> yeah well you see friends and, and relationships um you see his judgment going into things you see other people reacting and how they step up or um how they fail at times it's it gets really, really good. And I'm only on issue 25. Like, once I started this challenge, I couldn't put down the issue. <laughs> like, I was like, it ends so much on a cliffhanger. And that's what Robert Kirkman does such a good job is he, he paints a story. But you don't know if you're in the beginning, middle, or end of any issue. Because it's it builds up so well from one issue to another. Um, so I read up to issue 25 just within, once I started, I just couldn't put it down. I like so I'll I'll start with this. I cry very easily at things. Like if you show me a sad commercial, I probably cry. <laughs> I don't think I there's a single comic book that has brought me to tears more than this one has. <laughs> like in just terms of like something will happen and it's not even like a character died. It is a this thing happened and here's the aftershock of what mm-hmm. happened and the aftershock is so powerful that I'm just like can't imagine living in a world like that now 
Good thing. I can't imagine being a character having to deal with this. Good thing you're reading digitally, so you don't ruin the comic. <laughs> no, that's why I had to go digital. I ruined all my comics from crying. Can you take um, these back? They got tear stains. This one has the, ter- the tears of a nerd. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the other thing too. Is like I, there's such an emotional connection to these characters. Like Mark is one of my all-time favorite characters. Like I would put him up there in my pantheon with like Spider-Man, Captain America uh batman like just he's in that he's in that group for me at this Uh point but i've also been angrier at him as a character than any of those (laughs) other ones because when he'll do something well because it's not like captain america became an agent of hydra but it's okay just kidding it was mind control and it was a whole thing and there was a piece of a cosmic cute if he makes a bad decision he wasn't under the influence of something he did it it's yeah he's a kid who made a bad decision and What's really cool is that this book is one of the handful of books I've ever read that don't have the illusion of change. They have change. Mm-hmm. From the beginning of an issue to the end of an issue, a character is different. And that has continued and respected through the whole series. And sometimes they'll be different for a while. And you're you're sitting there going like, this is wrong. You're an idiot. You're doing, th- you're doing this wrong. Or you're doing this wrong. Or you should be better at this. And it takes them a while to realize what you've been thinking the whole time you're reading it. But when they realize it, it's earned and you feel really good about it. You're like, good, you're better than that. Thank God. I'm glad. And there's heroes. There's characters that in the beginning of the book are heroes that become the biggest villains of the series. And there's characters that are villains that through the just the story being told correctly become heroes. And none of them feel stupid. None of them feel like WWE where they're just like, now Kevin Owens is a good guy because he said, suck it, Shane McMahon. Whoa. Hey. That's been pretty good. That was really great. But I'm just saying like they, they, <laughs> they earn it more than just being like, yeah, he yelled at a guy once. Now he's a good guy or he didn't yell at a guy. Now he's a bad guy. Instead in this, it's when somebody kind of transitions over from a good guy to a bad guy or a bad guy to a good guy, they don't announce it. Mm-hmm. They don't like the, the scene with Omni-Man is the, one of the very few scenes you get like that where it's the villain twirling the mustache, like ha ha. For the only, most part, it's just something happens. You know, that's true. Um, as you meet more Viltrumites, you'll realize how wrong you are, sir. No, I've seen the entire planet, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the weirdest, like, thing to throw on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> they're all, they just all have cop mustaches. Um, or gapy mouths. I see. <laughs> they're just always like, ah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, it's just, you know, I just, I love it so much because it's unlike anything else I've ever read. Like, no other comic book has the balls this book has. And that's the crazy thing for me because, yeah, getting into it, I could totally see it now. But, like, when I was looking at, like, trying to research it beforehand, just to see, like, opinions on the comic book, I can't really find anything. Like, no one's talking about it. Like, no. it should be up there with, like, you know, Spider-Man, Captain America, stuff like that. And it's just not. I think it's, because, like, in all honesty, like, even now, it's hard for me to figure out how to talk about this book without ruining chunks of it. Yeah. Like, and it's not ruining a moment. Because I think that's the difference between... That, I think that really is the difference between like this and most other forms of media. Uh, not forms of media, but other things in media. In in um, Game of Thrones, if I tell you a big thing that happens, the the shock is the thing that happens. Mm-hmm. It's never what happened because or after that or that led to it. So it's like. Joffrey dies but we all wanted him to die and then when he dies we just don't deal with it anymore yeah versus if Joffrey was a character in this book they would spend a year making you hate him which is what they did in the show which is Mm -hmm. good 
They then kill him and then spend a year showing you what his death means to that world. The aftermath. And that's what you get in this that you don't get from other things. Like they don't, like nothing just ends. Nothing is just like, well, good thing that happened. Yeah. Like the next, I think it's the next villain in the in the series is a dude named Angstrom Levy. Um, and not getting into his story, but like his his hands are felt for the rest of the series. Whatever happens to that character in the first arc, things change in a way that like you feel the the ramifications of Mark's fight with this guy mm-hmm. for a long time. And that's how every character goes. Like, and it's it's just crazy to me. Like, I I don't know if Mark or Robert Kirkman, like, how much of this he had written out ahead of time or how much of it was plotted, but like I can't imagine this stuff came out of nowhere. Like, this has to be notes and notes and notes he had from when he was a kid up until he started writing it, just going, like, wouldn't it be cool if this happened? Well, even if you look at some of the smaller, like, side things that happen, like Duplicate and uh, Rexplode cheating on on Adam Eve, you see that she, you know, breaks up with them. You see that, you see that she gets with somebody else. You see that duplicate does, uh, you, you see, you just see the kind of like the domino effect those happen. And you see that later on where she does something similar. And now Rex Flode understands what he did and how those interactions affect how he talks to different people, how he is. You see that. Yeah, like character growth. Character growth is something you don't ever actually see. Like you see, you see, like I'm just gonna talk down here. You see, uh, (laughs) you see the illusion of character growth. You see the illusion of change. You see the illusion of of ramifications, but you don't really see those things. Like again, like Captain America was turned into the leader of Hydra, and yet right now in the comics is the greatest hero. Right. And you never have somebody referencing going like, well, how can we trust him? Like that doesn't happen versus if it was in this book, people would be like, Hey, thank you for helping us. But also like, how can I trust you, man? Mm. Like you enslaved all of us and killed black widow. Who's also back because it doesn't matter. And, and that's why I love, that's why I love the Marvel movies so much because those have to force change because real people age and real people can't play yeah, a role like, forever. Um, when Ultron happened and the city fell, that that became a thing for through, like yeah. the next X number of movies. I mean, like, it created a villain, be- yeah, because of that. Probably well, created one of their better villains. Yeah, I like them. Um, Zemo, but also the the trust and the government involvement. Yeah, was because of that. Which, uh, which again, they can't do in the comics, man. Like in in the comics, Shield is still around, even though Shield has been good, bad, up and down. Been around since the '60s. Same guys are there. Their life model decoys. They're not. Doesn't matter. <laughs> But in the movie, Shield's gone. Yeah, and what's there is kind of Shield esque, but it's not Shield. Um, and in the TV series, is there, but like that doesn't count. <laughs> oh, yeah, the the Avengers become bigger than Shield yeah. at this point. But and that's the thing is like that's what we get in the movies. That's why I think like if you're somebody who likes Marvel movies and you like you like like Walking Dead, or if you ever liked The Walking Dead, like this is a series you would be into. This is something that you should take your time and watch or read. Even spoiling the first 12 issues, it's 144 issues for the whole series. We are we are barely cracking the surface at breaking yeah. this for you. Like, I'm I'm just saying, like, if you can look at those first 12 issues, if you like them, I promise you, you will like this series till it ends. 
And if you don't like them, cool. Not everything's for everybody. Move on. You'll Joke's find on something you, better. Sucker. We wasted your time. Yeah, you have that <laughs> taste. Whatever, man. I'm not judging you other than that. But they they age, they grow. I mean, you go from high school to college. Man, it takes years for other comics to do that. They go so far in this book. <laughs> I I kind of went through the wiki. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't don't wanna know. Don't wanna know. But yeah, I it advances, which is nice. Yeah, this is this is this is the first thing we've done where it's long enough that like I would like us to come back at some point. Like if you guys finish the series, which I'm I bet you will. I would like to talk about the rest of the series. Yeah. I really would love like I've never I think I know one other friend of mine that's read this book. Next and him time, and I would both sit there and be like, it's really good though, right? Next time and three years later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. But I'm still I'm still reading it. I'm on I guess I'm on twenty five and I plan to keep reading this yeah, because I'm go over it this weekend. It keeps it keeps you intrigued. It, there's no stale moment for me. Well, unlike The Walking Dead, because like The Walking Dead is a book that I really did love. And even even now, like I don't love it, but I still I respect that book so much. Yeah, Finn's Finn's a fan too. I had to watch I have a voice. I had to watch like how much of it I was reading because like I could only handle like five or six issues so at a time. And then and I was doom. just like, God, yeah. it's just so sad. I get it. Yeah, People and I'm like, are the bad guys. Yes, we're the Walking Dead. We understand. Yeah. Uh, wait till what Rick says at the end. But um, he says we're not the Walking Dead. Rick goes, I'm a bad guy. <laughs> that was the trick. <laughs> Rick was Omni Man the whole time. He died of cancer at 99. <laughs> Pulls off his mask. It's still Rick's face but, with um, the mustache. <laughs> it's Lori. <laughs> no! <laughs> Son of a. <laughs> we got rid of you. <laughs> it's so funny in the comics that even though Lori's dead, he, he just doesn't care. He like never mentions her again. It's just like, eh. Just kind of a bitch. Yeah. Well, because whenever, whenever Carl gets mad, he's like, dad, dad, remember, hey, remember Shane? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did it good. You were dead for like a week. <laughs> she forgot about you real quick. Okay. It's from 10 years ago. I bought it in April of 20, 2009, 2009. Then that's your fault. Um, Man, what was that in, 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 in those time money? Why was it full volume? Also... I just noticed this. I hadn't even paid attention. So in the motion comic, each each episode is one issue. They only go through issue six. Why? <laughs> so, hey, you want to know why this series didn't continue? Because they literally only they did the boring part. I think you're old enough. Oh, to I can see what you mean. Yeah. What you mean with the mustache? Yeah, like being a gapping face. Oh, okay. The no, they do. Okay. They do take it through issue 12. It's two issues per. Sounds like you dumbass. See, everyone's just screaming. Oh. <laughs> They all do the karate chop. Uh, that's yeah, their that, move. That, st- that stays a thing through the series. Chop, 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 Because when I would see that, I'm just like, God, how much does that have to suck? There's no blade on that. That's just blunt. Finn, tell me your thoughts. Well, yeah, I'm this definitely... This is Catcast. <laughs> I like plastic. This is three paws later. And Look into my butthole. Can you hear my butthole at least? <laughs> tell us your thoughts. <laughs> you slid all over me. All right, so I think we're about there. ready to wrap this one up. Yeah, it's, it's it's so it's so good. I'm so like into it. I I wouldn't mind coming back to this once me and you finish, Matt, yeah. and and just talking about it over time. Issues for the fifth time. Every 25 issues, we'll talk about it again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll throw it in our our updates. Where where are you? Yeah, we're just gonna well, make I, a separate I, podcast called the Invincicast. Not, you know, Invin- it's Invincipals. Wait, that's the name of the letter <laughs> column. I didn't make that up. I read that just now. <laughs> 
It's for, right in front of me. For a moment, though, I was so proud of myself. I did it. I was yeah. like, I'm ah, a genius. How could no one figure this out? I'm there. the next Robert Kirkman. <laughs> <laughs> now you don't need to sign you that. Know, you know what I really love from the... Uh, it's such a goofy thing, but like knowing knowing how indie he was when he started before like he was like... He's just screaming at her in, in his inner sleep. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm going to have a baby. <laughs> um, this changes everything. <laughs> Kids really change you, you know? <laughs> That's his voice now in my yeah. head. Mark, I gotta tell you about me. This is why I write. I couldn't it's do really the cool. news. You can chop dudes' heads off like this. So if you flatten your hand, I'm just gonna do a swipe. <laughs> um, no. So when I was looking at the comic earlier, because I, I I really do like uh, letters pages. I just always have. And in in this book, because it came back from the way way back of the early the early aughts, it you don't email him letters you send them yeah to his p.o box in lexington <laughs> kentucky like this isn't even like send it to image headquarters we'll fax it over it's literally like robert kirkman has a p.o box in yeah. lexington kentucky that you could send him letters at when this was going down let's do that is it still open no i mean i'm invisible. sure that p.o box still exists but i don't think he lives there anymore let's try it now he's got skybound and they're publishing video games please re- please listen to our podcast making eight million tv shows I mean, it wouldn't hurt. You know, it'd be cool. Right? It'd right. be cool if George R. R. Martin could be like him, where he ends things. <laughs> That'd be neat because, like, Robert Kirkman also produces a lot of stuff too, and is really in the TV game. But he also and figured he out a way it, to yeah. end his end his fucking series. It's pretty great. I recommend it. Read things that have endings. They're great. I still just pick, see that that video of uh, George R. R. Martin just jumping on a trampoline, not right <laughs> reading uh, <laughs> writing his books. What, I'm on what's my he doing? journal. <laughs> Don't be jumping to conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think this one is unanimous. We all recommend it. Yeah. Make yes. sure. Read it. Get past the end of issue seven. That's when the, you'll really get into it. Because like I said, I didn't yeah, really care about the comic book. It's up nothing until special then. up until then. It's just it's just a decent comic book, great art. But now, yeah, I just want to go home and finish it. Yeah. And his, co- his costume is one of my favorite costumes of all time. And the artist is amazing. It's basically it's, just the image simple right it is yeah. it, they he gets a second costume later on that is just different colors and it looks like 10 times better too i love that it's I love clean costumes just all the images look really clean looks like the art style gets better too later it, on. uh it changes to a different artist who continues the style but has his own look that i think is a little bit better yeah so i saw some pictures um, of that i liked it better same colors through the whole thing and i think it's it's also one of my favorite colorists because he does this great job with like flat color where he only puts a single shading uh, sh- uh single shade on each color to give it depth and it gives this really cool look without making it look like overly computer generated color mm-hmm. and my microphone just got louder in my ear hello bracket the shoom <laughs> what i saw it was oh. on the screen shoom <laughs> Yes, yeah, so, so many good. good things. Everyone recommends it. Please, God, please read this comic. Go read uh, Comicsology. You don't get that for free with your Prime, though. That's kind of stupid. Really? Yeah. Like they bundle in a bunch of other stuff that they own. Amazon owns Comicsology. I wish that was included. That'd but nice. you could do the free trial. Um, I don't know how long that lasts, but yeah, you could get like the first, I think, fifty-four issues. I said. I just read more comics in general. Comics are great. Comics like, are. Yeah. Hey guys, my name is Mike. If you like media that's out in the world right now, you should try something called comic books. It's where all of it came from. Comic books. It's like the movies. They're nice. But they're still. Do you like movies in your head? Try comic books. Do you like movies in your bed? 
also Would you like movies books. on a train or movies on a plane? Comic books are like movies made of paper that you can take anywhere. Or if you live in this era, you can put them on a tablet or a computer. Don't let the book part of it scare you. It's mostly comics. It's true. Words are knowledge. There's at least twice as many pictures as words in any comic book. Sometimes the words are the pictures. Like choom. Choom. And sometimes a comic book can look like it's for a kid but have a weird amount of blood. It's a lot of blood. All right. Um, so next time is my turn. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes. Oh, uh, Mike's challenge. Uh, Mike's challenge. Uh, no, yeah. Matt's challenge. Oh, no, my no, challenge is for Mike it. to choose. Matt. I don't know what to do. Uh, Invincible <laughs> issues 14 through 39. So 14 Done. through uh, 144. <laughs> Matt challenged Mike and then Mike challenged Matt. Dang it. It's double dog challenge. My challenge. Take care of my cat. Oh, I, he died. <laughs> I failed the challenge. <laughs> so three hours later, Finn died. <laughs> I lasted one minute. Um, so I kind of want to, uh, the, the Invincible kind of inspired me. And I didn't want to pull this trigger so early um, into the life of our podcast here. But I kind of want to double down on the, the subversion of uh, superhero stories and stuff Ooh. like that. So I'm going to choose Venture Brothers. But I don't know where to start. Because what Venture Brothers becomes later isn't what it really stood started out as. But I don't want to throw you guys into, you know, just the middle of it because there's a lot of stuff that you need from the beginning to, to like, care. So I think I am still just going to start with season one. But I want you to, at the very least, see the episode tag sale, uh, which is episode 10, at least on Hulu. So it's going to be a little bit over three hours. It's going to be three hours and 20 minutes. Oh, I love it. But yeah, it's on Hulu. Um, all of the seasons are on there. Season one, ending with uh, episode ten's tag sale. Oh, or yeah. Further. Yeah, you know what? You're right. That is a good episode. That'll, that'll tell. That's the first one where you really start. Yeah. Actually, I think it's my favorite episode that season. I would even say, yeah, no, it's the best episode of the season. I would even say the episode before that is the first one where you're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. What I've no clue. Um, Wait, you never ever watched it? Nope, never watched it. This Holy is gonna be a treat. Think, shit. Uh, I'm telling you guys, I've I sports things. I'm just lo- stoked because you guys keep making me rewatch or read things that I've already read or watched. I love, but yeah. I haven't thought about in years. Sports takes a lot of my life too. Yeah, and you should quit. <laughs> it's, it's really becoming a problem. <clears throat> yeah, it's putting a strain on watching and doing and doing. You you do the, the sports too. I do the sports too. Who taught you this? God. Dude, I, I hiked. You learn from watching me. I hiked Half Dome last year. Well, that yeah, was 13 hours. On purpose? Not for yeah. survival? Dude, the birds flew as high as you are hiking. I I get that when the pigeons land right here. No, they were flying. <laughs> they couldn't I fly anymore. Went to Yosemite for the first time in my entire life last year. Yosemite? It did was you, cool. Did you see I've Half Dome? Like, I saw it. It's I, a mountain. I've gone like twice. Scary as shit up there. Oh, I didn't go up it. I'm not a monster. I, I know. drove there and we walked up a path and I walked back to my car. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was the first time in my life I'd ever been in been in, in a forest. Also, uh, never touched snow. You never touched snow? No, I've also never gone camping. So if you guys need future challenges, you can do that. I'll give you three hours of camping. I'm coming back. Uh, what about glamping? Bo- bo- no. <laughs> we can bundle it in with like some D&D or something. Go camping, play D&D. Can we play D&D, guys? <laughs> can oh, we no, do a D&D camping, challenge? Camping seems dirty to me. It is. No, seriously, can we do a and d challenge? We just played three hours of D&D? No, it's not going to be played. just it's play gonna three be, hours of D&D. It's going to be going to take three hours to learn the rules of D&D, and then we're never going to play I it. I know, I've played. I, actually, was, I used to go to like a library, and like in Fresno, they had like a meet, 
Me yeah. and the, they do it at Squirrel all the, all the time. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's not three hours at all. It's yeah. like a half a day. Well, I mean, I've never finished a campaign. I wrote a campaign yeah. that we did for seven and a half we, years. Yeah. The That's first one I did, I died. <laughs> so, yeah, um, what is it? Because I've heard about I think I know. I think Adventure it's Brothers card? or D&D? Because I'll tell you about <laughs> D&D right now. Yes. No, I so, play D&D. I've. I'm, I'm still a nerd. It starts off looking like a ripoff of Johnny Quest. Yeah. Okay. I know the art style. It's I know Johnny it's... Quest and the Hardy Boys. It's those, but fun. But you said there's superheroes. They're, later yeah. on, they they dip into stuff like that. There's definitely super villains. Okay. Um, I, I think I've seen like it's really hard for me to describe trailers. It's kind of just like a out there adventure. Oh, I don't know. It's kind of it starts crazy. off looking like an innocent thing, like the Hardy Brothers or um. Uh, johnny quest but then it just like goes bananas but it's also just kind of sad sometimes just mm. because like it's about this um this professor he used to be like a boy adventurer when he was he, he was johnny quest yeah he was johnny quest but now he just lives this like sad life in the shadow of his, of his dad mm. and he has these two boys that are just like golly gee fa- dad you know yeah but then they get into like real life situations like murderous situations yeah they have like there's the Guild of Calamitous Intent, which is where your your villain comes from. They partner him up with you, so it's like if the Incredibles and the the Hardy Boys and the Tick and the Tick and Johnny Quest and GI Joe had a baby, but it's and other <laughs> five hundred other references. It's basically one person's childhood that is the curator and just like add everything that he loved into this show but it's so crazy because the further you go the more they bring in from the background so mm. like you'll see a bunch of characters on this episode tag sale eventually all of them like they're just in the background you just they're literally at a yard sale and someone's just like flipping through like old nudie mags and then he becomes like a super villain later on like i haven't seen this yeah. guy since this episode and it's like Damn. It, it's like Robert Kirkman invincible levels of like great naming weird characters that are clearly this influenced. This is why by I wanted to watch it because version. Invincible reminded me so much of uh, Adventure Brothers. Okay, so well, if you like Invincible, which you did. You're gonna love Adventure Brothers, but it doesn't really get there until like a few seasons. I figure that's a lot with seasons, though. I mean, they you start off thinking it's gonna be one thing, even as a creator, and you evolve it. Yeah, more so too. I mean, it takes a life of its own after a while. Well, and Without like getting super into it, I would even say this, like, um, oh my god, I forgot the name of the show. We literally Archer, yeah, is influenced all by Venture Brothers. And so far as like, it's not afraid to completely change what it is season to season. Yeah. So yeah, so if you like Archer, you'll like this. If you like Invincible, you'll I probably have, like. I this. have beef with Archer though. What? The it was so good. The original like couple seasons, and it wasn't as funny as it was before. Like I, I think when it changed it, <laughs> when it changed, it went backwards for me. It wasn't as funny. I didn't even fully watch the last detective one. That was that was my that was not my favorite season. The current one's real good. I gotta watch it. Watch the I dropped space off one, too. right? Yeah, it's really yeah. Good. I stopped watching, but I'll take a gander at that one. But yeah, um, Rick and Morty wishes season? it was as good as this yes. show. Yes, and this is the show where. You, Speaking of Rick and Morty, everyone's like, oh, it's been too long since the last season. Venture Holy Brothers shit. takes like five years to make a season sometimes. Like I've gone, I, this is literally my favorite show on TV. And I have to suffer and just wait half a decade sometimes. Is for, it still going on? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. But 
they they won't take five years to make a new season. Huh. So then I'll catch up. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, you, yeah. Because the last, dude, the last season was like a year ago. Dude, when I binge watch things, though, I binge watch it. <laughs> Let's put it this way. There is seven se- seven seasons of this show. It's been on since I was in high school. 2003. February 16th, 2003 is when it aired for the first wow. time. It's the opposite of Letter I'm Kenny. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> February of 2003 was when the pilot aired. The actual series started in August of 2014. <laughs> and then season one was August of 2004. Season two was June of Wait, 2006. 2014 now. I'm confused. I'm sorry. Four. Okay. Oh, okay. I was like, wow, that's 11 years. So, so not, it was, it was over a year between the pilot and the, the first season. Then two years between the first season and the second season, two years until the next season, one year till the season after that, four until the one after that, three, and then two more. So yeah, you'll catch up. It's so long. That's what she said. I'll uh, never get uh, to watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I'll catch up. Yeah, but it, I'm looking forward to it. Good. Good. <laughs> All right. Well, that's Agreed. it for this episode of Three Hours Later. Um, once again, follow us on the internet. Tickle that like button. Follow us in the group. Three hours later, number three. So look for that. What did you think of Invincible? Go read it. Comment yeah. comment about your favorite issue or if you agree or disagree. You, I want to hear that too. Issue issues. If you disagree, I want to know why. Why are you wrong? Why do I have to block you? No kidding. <laughs> why are we kicking you from the group? <laughs> but yeah, let us know. Click subscribe and donkey punch that bell. Bye, everybody. Ding.